Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. Welcome to season two of the history of the band Six Shooter, the website historyofsixshooter.com. If you're just jumping in now, you missed season one. This is much better if you listen to it from the very beginning through, which you can do out at the website historyofsixshooter.com. Click on the binge listen button. You can listen to the whole thing. Or we've got buttons where you can subscribe in your favorite podcast uh, app and then just go in and sort it from the oldest to the newest. Today, we're starting off November 26, 1995, our first public appearance. And let me just remind you, this is from my diary. This is not made up stuff. These are real people. And uh, this is me reflecting back on that. It says, um, the benefit that Dave and John were informed of turned out to be a biker rally. This rally was for a guy who had accidentally shot himself when he dropped a cash box that had a gun in it. He was affectionately referred to as Cowboy. And there were bikes plenty in the parking lot. Black leather was the choice of attire. Kevin showed up in his hat, boots, and brightly multicolored shirt. Dave arrived in his formal JCPenney full-length wool coat. We were slotted to play from two to three. We were using the equipment of the host band, which of course was called Direct Connection, and they played hard rock. Kevin had been battling a cold all week. Dave was working on a stuffed-up nose as well as a case of diarrhea. I know. TMI. As Jesse entered the bar, he was met with a greeting of, it's a good day for a murder and a rape. The stage was pretty small. The band had to set up in a new position, having Dave in the middle, John on the right, and Kevin on the left. Jesse got to play a double bass Tama set. It was nice, and he was very happy. Dave brought his brand new Fender amp. The band's first song was Rock My World, Little Country Girl. They used this song as a sound check and launched into the predetermined set list. The band decided to skip the slower Travis Tritt tune anymore due to the rock and roll nature of the crowd. And at the end of every song, there was a good response from the people Six Shooter brought with them, which was Kim, Lucinda, Rhonda, Gina, Bob, Matt, and Lisa. The last names have been removed to protect the guilty. From the actual bar patrons, uh, there wasn't much vocal response. There was plenty of foot tapping and an occasional head bobbing, but the set came off with the usual first outing mistakes, a few missed chords, a few flat notes. Basically, I couldn't hear a note I was singing and a few, shall we call them invented spots? The band tried to improvise by changing the lyrics of Mercury Blues in the middle of the song to, I'm going to buy me a Harley and cruise it up and down the road. However, Dave and Kevin were not on the same page, shall we say. So uh, the improvisation, yeah. Dave and the band did the James Brown routine during the song, Baba Hyde, where the band pauses between lead breaks. This gives the impression the song is done and then cuts back into more guitar solo. Dave decided to venture on the dance floor and make it appear as if he was walking back to the stage. He would then twist around and launch into more solo a la James Brown with the cape. If you've ever seen James Brown and the cape routine, it's that kind of thing. The band was talked into doing five more songs after the set was done. The songs for that set were Mercury Blues, 
where am I going to live when I get home? Margaritaville. Ugh, just the word makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Love that song. Call someone who cares. And Trashy Women. These are actually all real songs, by the way. Uh, these songs lack the polish of the well-practiced first set. Jesse, John, and Dave ponder the thought of doing a version of Ted Nugent's Stranglehold. A sign from God appeared as the jukebox came on just as they were about to launch into the song. The band stuck around to hear direct connection. They had okay vocal harmonies, but lacked the overall rock star look. Their overweight bass player was wearing a tank top underneath a flannel shirt that had fallen off his shoulder to reveal bushels of armpit hair. He was very sexy. Mm. The band thanked the organizer of the benefit and made sure that the owner would get one of their biographies. Apparently, the owner had heard part of our first set. Due to very nervous wives and girlfriends, the band decides not to hang around for the titty contest. Are you looking for honey? Out front, out front you go. Let's see those moves. The band had a quick conversation with a band called Southern Exposure in the parking lot and observed a girl extremely high on something. And basically, our first experience on stage was now behind us. In the next episode, Jesse gets a new job. Subscribe out at the website. Just go to historyofsixshooter.com.